12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Now, you know, we talk about International Women's Day, but every day is International Women's Day. So joining me on the show is uh, Charmaine Theo. She's the Hendricks Gin Regional Ambassador. She's been there for three and a half years. And before that, she was at 28 Hong Kong Street, where she worked her way up from the bar to bar captain over three and a half years there as well. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Adrian. Feeling great. How are you? Yeah, doing really well on this topic as well. It's so uh, good to finally have you on the show. It's been a long time coming, but I'm glad uh, that you're finally here. Let's start with, you know, when you were offered this job as a Hendrickson Regional Ambassador for Southeast Asia. What was actually going through your mind? Because you were at 28 before, as uh, I introduced you. So what was that thought process like? I mean, I was super psyched. The interview process was a long one, and it was kind of funny how the more I read up about Hendrix in preparation for all of the different interview tasks, the more I fell in love with the brand and everything that it stands for. So I applied for the job thinking, you know, what, what do I have to lose? Realizing later that I had so much to gain. And when the job offer finally came in, it was a flurry of emotions. I was excited but nervous, um, excited because it was going to be this whole new experience and nervous because, well, you know, it was going to be a whole new experience. Um, I was also really thrilled, but also a little bit sad. Um, thrilled because I really wanted the job, of course. But at the same time, I was, you know, a little bit sad to leave the little family that I built at my previous workplace, 28 Hong Kong Street. Um, but still, I knew at that point with absolute certainty that it was time for me to leave the nest and, you know, follow the path of the peculiar, if, if you will. But, you know, there's also that um, sort of feeling where, you know, you can go from, let's say, somewhere like 28 to another bar, whether it's in Singapore or somewhere else around the world. But what made you decide on, you know, joining Hendrix Gin? I mean, I definitely did think about what the next step was, whether it was to another bar or to, you know, leave the country. Um, I couldn't see myself working in any other bar in Singapore. Like, I just didn't see the fit happening. In terms of going overseas, I was thinking, you know, about trying to cut my teeth in London or New York or something crazy like that. But in the end, I, you know, I found out this job was available for the taking. Um, and so, you know, I just tried my hand. And again, with that, what I have to lose mentality, I went in for it. And, you know, turns out it was exactly what, what I needed to do and where I needed to be. And uh, looking back on it, it was time to go, but also kind of sad because, you know, it was uh, you built a family there, as you mentioned. So the pandemic has been very strange. It's been an incredibly difficult time for the FNB industry. But, you know, just out of curiosity, what did a day in the life of Charmaine as a brand ambassador look like before the pandemic? It feels like so long ago <laughs> when those days were a thing. Um, if I wasn't on the road, a lot of my day was spent in the office planning for, you know, all the various events that we would host across the year um, and throughout the region. And this could include things from building training decks or doing cocktail R&D for guest chef menus. Um, but when I was on the road, a typical day would start with trying to go to the gym before heading to a bar to deliver a training. After that, I'd start getting ready for a guest bartending shift in the evening. And if bars were still open by the time the shift was over, I'd try to stop into a couple of venues, say hi, have some drinks and 
head back to the hotel to rest up for the next day. Yeah, someone who you work with quite closely with uh, William Ground and Sons, Brett Bailey, he also mentioned the same thing. You you guys didn't spend a lot of time in Singapore. It's mainly, you know, around Southeast Asia. So when the pandemic hit, how did you adapt to a completely different life? It was definitely tough at first. Uh, it was strange, actually, um, actually being in the same country as Brett for pretty much ever. Normal days, we'd see each other, I don't know, like once one week out of a month mm. uh, so it def- definitely was a departure from the then normal yeah we've done what we can we've adapted um and you know taken all the different restrictions on with stride and you know that's you just have to right um life moves on even though you're stuck in a situation you don't really have any control over yeah but since the pandemic has hit because everything your world kind of got turned upside down as did a lot of people in the FNB industry. So what measures have you taken personally to support the FNB industry? So in the early days of COVID, when many cities in Southeast Asia first went into lockdown and the brand team at William Grant & Sons, well, the company that owns Hendrix Gin, started what we called the 1887 Virtual Bar. And this platform gave uh, consumers a way to still engage with their favorite bars and continue to support them during this period. Um, so the sessions were hosted on Zoom, and each week, myself and Brett Bailey, actually, uh, who is our malt ambassador, mm. would chat about all things bar-related with a bartender from you know, our featured bar of the week. So cocktail lovers could tune in to watch their favorite bartenders, mix up some cocktails, um, ask questions, pick up DIY tips and tricks for drinks at home. And you know, each week, we feature a different menu curated by the bar, and these drinks were available for the audience to purchase in the form of vouchers, which they could redeem once bars reopened for dine-in service. Um, And as a show of support, we also matched each purchase dollar for dollar up to um, 1,000 Singapore dollars per bar. Yeah, at the end of it, we raised over $14,000. So that that was what we were super busy with, Brett and I, during the first wave of lockdowns just to support the FMV. And then we had a second wave in Singapore and I started a short series called the Sips and Snacks Giveaway Show, which I hosted on my Instagram platform at Crazy Cocktail Cat to help showcase the takeaway and delivery offerings from a few bars in Singapore. So for that one, each week we featured a different bottled cocktail and food bundle worth up to $100 each and up to 10 audience members each week would walk away with a bundle. Um, and we hope that that would help to highlight the great takeaway options available during the Singapore dining restrictions and also hopefully to drive traffic to bars after the restrictions eased. I think that's the best part about all of it. Despite all the challenges and hardships that you guys faced, you found a way to, you know, move forward and adapt to life with the pandemic. And I'm just going to say, bring back the video Charmaine because they were pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in conversation with uh, Charmaine Theo. She's Hendrix Gin Regional Ambassador for Southeast Asia. She's been there for three and a half years. Before that, she was at 28 Hong Kong Street. Now, let's talk a little bit more about the pandemic because you mentioned the waves. It was a very weird time time when the cases used to spike it was the fnb industry who would you know be the scapegoat and suffer most because of it all but since then you know we've kind of moved away from that and stepped into living with the pandemic so what's been some of the major differences that you've seen uh, compared to when you were going through those initial waves of covid so i mean i've definitely had to 
find other ways of recharging and getting inspired. I think this is the longest I've been in the same country since I was maybe three. And, you know, travel used to be my reset button and getting on a plane, being in a new environment, it always helped me refuel and come back with fresh ideas. And, you know, during that period of initial lockdowns, I, I looked at those years as years of loss and my mental health was all over the place because I felt like so many big parts of my life had been taken away from me. Super dramatic, I know, but like mm. when you think about everything all at once, it can get overwhelming. Uh, eventually, again, when we're talking about adapting, I had a shift in mindset and realized that this period of being physically grounded was also a good time to ground myself mentally. So now I'm focusing on being grateful for the things I do have and the things I can do as opposed to the things that I don't have and can't do. Mm. Um, and, you know, sure, the ever-changing restrictions across the region are annoying and they make planning things immensely difficult. But, you know, at least things are slowly opening up and we do have to look at that positive point and we're not completely devoid of physical interaction anymore. Um, and honestly, like technology is really amazing, mm. even though... You know, I can't travel, I can still keep in touch with people who are somewhere else in the world. And there's no reason why I can't live vicariously through them and be inspired in that way. Yeah, you mentioned there, like travel was your reset button. And before the pandemic, you used to, you know, not spend as much time here. But over the last two years, right, how much has the role of a brand ambassador evolved? Mm. So our role as brand ambassadors has always been to engage with bars and bartenders and drinkers to inspire love for our brands. And I think that that fundamental purpose hasn't really changed. However, how we go about doing so has shifted. Uh, for example, social media content creation has become so integral to the role of a brand ambassador. Whereas when I first started, it wasn't quite so central. Um, it was always a useful tool to stay connected with bartenders in the region or to get the word out when I was in town. But with travel limited, it became an incredibly necessary tool to ensure that our brands were still present in people's minds, even though we weren't able to be physically present. Like I said there, you found a way to adapt, but also to keep your mental health in check. Because I think a lot of people during the COVID-19 pandemic have found it incredibly difficult, particularly the ones in the FNB industry. And from talking to them, how have you guys been able to figure it out and, you know, move forward on a more promising note? I think it is that shift in mindset that I mentioned earlier. Like, of course, it when it first happened, everyone was scrambling just to survive, right? It was survival mode. Um, but now things have stabilized a little bit. And I think that a lot of us are, aren't are looking back anymore because you can't change that, right? It it was unfortunate. It happened. So really all we can do is just to, to look forward and see how, you know, we can grow from, from here on out rather than trying to fight what happened because, yeah, you, you can't change that. Yeah, and looking ahead, there's a lot of optimism, particularly with Formula One, hopefully just, mm. well, not just around the corner, maybe September, October sort of time. But, you know, I, I started this conversation by speaking about International Women's Day, and I feel that every day is International Women's Day. I mean, there's not, there shouldn't be just a day, just like Valentine's Day, that we celebrate women. It should be every single day. What advice can you give to aspiring bartenders out there who look up to you, maybe who want to, you know, get behind the bar or possibly take up a role like you have? Well, I'd say work hard, but not at the expense of your mental or physical health. 
make sure you surround yourself with people that love and support you and who are invested in helping you achieve your goals and grow to your fullest potential. Um, ask for more responsibilities if you want to move up in your career. Don't be afraid to leave people and places that clip your wings and extend, extinguish your flame behind. Um, ask all the questions. Look out for your teammates. Hydrate, be great. That's my favorite one. Mm. Um, stretching before and after shift is very important. And of course, have fun and enjoy the ride. Yep, certainly enjoy the ride and uh, getting that advice for someone who's been there, done that, and she's still there and uh, she has a lot of experience uh, to share as well. Just before I let you go, Charmaine, one more thing. Now that VTLs have, uh, you know, opened up a lot more uh, compared to a few months ago, do you have any plans to, you know, get back to some sort of life that you had before or is that still kind of on hold? Work-wise, the earliest plans that we have for me to leave Singapore will be in May, which I'm very excited for, and fingers crossed, uh, it's smooth sailing till then, after which I have more travel plans coming up in June or July. So, yeah, really looking forward to that, um, and it's not that far away at all, so time will fly, I'm very sure. As Singapore slowly starts to open up, your life gets back to, you know, that much more well, normal as you knew it before the pandemic. We've been in conversation with Charmaine Theo. She's the Hendrix Gin Regional Ambassador for Southeast Asia. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, and I wish you all the best in the months to come. Thank you for having me, Adrian. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.